Good afternoon, it's August 29th, and this is to my little liberal friends. Are political affiliations being turned upside down? It's a fair question and one that could give us an insight into how the 2024 presidential race might unfold. It was only about a generation ago that Democrats were viewed as the party of the working man. Republicans were the party of business and old money. But today, there are a lot of questions about that theory. In 2016, Donald Trump flipped the traditional vote and captured the blue collar workers. I can remember in early 2016, I was at a dinner with Congressman John Larson, a Democrat from Connecticut, and he asked me what I thought about Trump. I told him that he was a non-factor in the race and he was only in to boost his ego and name ID. He told me he was not so sure about that. According to him, Augie and Boris at the diner liked Trump a lot. Now that was a metaphor for the blue collar workers in his district. And I remained skeptical. Later that year, I bumped into Congressman Larson at another event and he grinned and said, Quote, I told you so about Trump, but now Hillary's going to kick his ass, end quote. By then, I was able to see the momentum that Trump was building and the negatives that Hillary Clinton was accumulating, and so I replied, I would not be too sure about that if I were you. Fast forward to January, Trump's been elected, and I'm in a meeting in Congressman Larson's office. We sort of smiled at each other and agreed that we both had it wrong, me in the beginning and he in the end result. In the 2016 election, I believe the two most surprised people were Hillary Clinton and Donald Trump. Clinton had held a significant lead in polls leading up to the November election. She had been organizing her cabinet and was basically measuring the drapes in the Oval Office. Trump, on the other hand, had not spent a lot of time on putting together a cabinet and other key administration officials because, in reality, he did not think he was going to win. So what happened to allow him to win? As I mentioned earlier, Clinton had significantly higher negatives than Trump, and I believe that many voters were voting against her more than they were for Trump. This was particularly true with blue-collar men. They could not stand Hillary Clinton. Clinton had failed to campaign in the later stages of the campaign in key states like Wisconsin, Michigan, Ohio, and Pennsylvania. All of those four states have a large number of blue-collar workers, and Trump won all four states. Those wins delivered him the presidency. And if you were to look at an election map today on a state-by-state basis, you would see the problem for both parties. The urban areas are dark blue, and Democrats pile up huge majorities in those cities. The suburban and rural areas particularly turn red and even redder as they get become more rural. So from a purely landmass area, Republicans are winning more counties than Democrats, but the large number of Democratic voters in cities keeps them in play, and in some cases delivers that win to the Democratic candidate. This phenomenon has not changed much since 2016. Trump lost in 2020 because polls showed he was the one with the higher negatives. In that race, many people, particularly women and independents, voted more against Trump than they did for Joe Biden. But the results were the same. The candidate who people voted against lost the race. As we move forward in the 2024 race, a couple of factors are becoming clear. The switch in political affiliation is at the heart of Donald Trump's lead in the Republican primary. It is the blue-collar voter that moved with him in 2016 that has remained the most loyal and now defend him at every turn. They have become Trump supporters more than they have become Republicans. Trump was able to convince them that he was their guy, that he had their back, and in return they continued to give him their support. These were the voters that embraced his claim that the 2020 election had been stolen from him. These were the supporters that showed up on the mall in Washington, D.C. on January 6th and later marched to the Capitol. And as I stated, this change in party affiliation affects both parties and causes each of them different problems. 
The Democratic Party of today is made up of African-American voters and white liberal elites. Minority voters are more highly congregated in urban areas, and this helps Democrats pile up the huge majorities in cities. The Republican Party is now made up of blue-collar workers and suburban and rural voters. Both parties are trying to make inroads with the other group that are trending towards the other. A classic example of this divide is a state where I grew up, Pennsylvania. It has often been said that Pennsylvania is Pittsburgh and Philadelphia with Alabama in the middle. And that's the case in Ohio today as well, with Cincinnati and Cleveland being the Democratic strongholds and the rest of the state trending Republican. Ohio used to be a bellwether state for presidential election. It was correct in 2016, but wrong in 2020, and it's becoming more Republican. The new bellwether state, in my opinion, is going to be Wisconsin. It's gone back and forth in the past two elections, delivering a slight majority to Republicans in 16 and Democrats in 20. But there's a danger to Republicans in states like Wisconsin and possibly even Ohio. Assuming that Trump is the Republican nominee in 2024, he faces an uphill battle with independents, moderates, and suburban women. His polling numbers are abysmal with those three groups. And Wisconsin just elected a new state Supreme Court justice that will affect future elections in a major way. The Wisconsin Supreme Court will now view redistricting efforts by Republicans with a different eye than they have in the past. In Ohio this past year, we saw an abortion issue on the ballot, and Democrats pushed it hard and were successful in stopping any change to the state's constitution. It is for these reasons that I view Donald Trump having difficulty winning in 2024. His personality and actions have turned off moderates, independents, and suburban women. He will need to rebuild those relationships with these three key groups in order to win. The real battleground for voters is with college-educated white voters that seem to like the Democrats' position on key social issues, but also the Republican positions on issues like the economy and the border. Getting that block of voters to swing their way could be crucial to both parties and be the deciding factor in the race. This has been To My Liberal Friends. Thanks for listening. If you enjoy the podcast, hit the subscribe button. I recommend it to your friends. If you have a comment, please leave it.